When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. And you're on right now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Bringing you the news behind the news, the story behind the story. Hoping to convince you that reality is usually scoffed at and illusion is usually king. Streaming live on iHeartRadio and available as a podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, and Spotify. And you can follow me on Twitter at right now, Jim Dawes. You can shoot me an email. The address is rightnowjimdaws at gmail.com. Or you can call the vent line. Leave a voicemail that we can use on the broadcast at 772-245-0750. That number again for the vent line is 772-245-0750. Well, this is the week of impeachment. We are about to go into a deep um, confrontation in the U.S. Senate where the forces of the establishment are going to try to expel Donald Trump, a last-ditch Hail Mary effort to try to unseat him from the presidency, either by removing him from office or destroying any uh, ability that he has to be reelected. And uh, the the issue here is that uh, there are probably quite a number of Republicans that are just as corrupt and just as deeply mired in the swamp in Washington, D.C., that would like to remove him as well. The problem is Donald Trump is wildly popular among the Republican base. He's got over 90% approval rating, and uh, and these Republicans are going to have to uh, consider their their own political future and their reelectability when they, uh, when they vote on this bogus impeachment. But, uh, you know, we've been drugged through the mud for uh, three years by the Democrats and the Washington establishment that are desperate to overturn uh, the election and remove this interloper that has, in fact, been elected to go up into Washington, D.C. and overturn the, the ruling elites and, uh, and end their constant sellout of the American people. And, of course, as been stated again and again, this is the first impeachment in U.S. history, completely contrary to what the founders had intended, that contains no allegation of a crime. They keep talking about high-minded principles of protecting the Constitution, but they will never tell you exactly how Donald Trump is supposed to have violated the Constitution. Nancy Pelosi invokes the founders and talks about, um, you know, soaring rhetoric. But when it comes down to it and you wait for her to give you an example of exactly why they're removing the president, it never comes. And that's because I'll tell you why 
<laughs> they're impeaching Donald Trump is because he has exposed the uh, the Washington establishment sellout of the American people on each and every major issue. If you look at what has gone, gone on for the last oh, 30 or 40 years, the Washington establishment has refined and perfected its methods for turning, selling out the interests of the American people to their own profit and, and that of their families and their cronies. If you look at foreign policy, our foreign policy has been an unmitigated disaster. It's been exactly contrary to the interests of the American people, forcing the American taxpayer to pay for uh, foreign aid, which was, uh, you know, uh, skimmed by Washington establishment by giving out contracts to their friends and family and cronies protecting other countries that are perfectly capable of protecting themselves, spending literally hundreds of billions of dollars every year to protect the nations of Western Europe, very affluent nations with thriving economies that have benefits that exceed that of the American people, while those same nations don't even live up to their uh, agreed-to standards to be a member of NATO. We've been bogged down in South Korea now for over 50 years. South Korea is a very affluent and and, uh, prosperous nation. But we've got got, I guess, tens of thousands of troops over there protecting South Korea against (laughs) North Korea, which is uh, literally uh, can't feed its own people. These swamp creatures in Washington have engaged in trade deals that have sold out American workers and resulted in catastrophe across this country. You can drive through former prosperous areas and see plant after plant, factory after factory, rusted and boarded up because they packed up that uh, manufacturing equipment and sent it overseas and removed all barriers to importing uh, those goods back here. On immigration, the the uh, business lobbies, unquenchable thirst for cheap labor has allowed over 20 million illegal immigrants to set up house in this country to drive down the wages of the American worker. They've allowed the culture to be absolutely uh, destroyed with uh, pornography and violent video games because there's billions of dollars in it from lobbyists on K Street. They're pushing this climate hoax that wants to destroy a a major portion of the economy so that the politicians can get their hands on ever-expanding power in Washington, D.C. And you see what has happened as a result of all of these policies. The richest people in uh, in this economy have gotten fabulously wealthy, while up until Donald Trump um, increased jobs, the lower, uh, the, the, the middle and lower classes have been either stuck or falling behind inflation. So yeah, the reason the Democrats have impeached this president is because they can't beat him on the issues. He, he actually decided, Hey, I want to be president. How would I become president? I know I will actually do what the American people are asking 
go up to Washington and start representing the actual interests of the American people and the the uh, the Democrats in Washington D.C. along with a lot of Republican establishment members have absolutely lost their minds. They thought that Robert Mueller was going to be able to deliver Donald Trump on, to them on a platter, but he stopped short of outright framing Donald Trump. And so it left them with about a year and a half till the next election. They had to thrash around and find some other justification for removing Donald Trump. And they've settled on the Ukraine where Donald Trump had the, uh, the termidity to inquire about why was, was Joe Biden's son a, um, a notorious crack addict getting paid millions of dollars by this uh, Ukrainian gas company, Burisma. And lo and behold, Burisma was corrupt, and they had Joe Biden on tape saying that he fired the prosecutor on threat of losing a million do- or billion dollars in foreign aid. And then the investigation into Burisma was called off. So I've got some uh, audio clips here. Uh, The first is uh, Graham, who appeared on the Sunday shows and pointed out that this is, in fact, the very first impeachment in our history that cites no crime. The reason they cite no crime, obviously, is because they don't want to have to prove a crime. As to obstruction of justice, the president tried to exercise executive privilege. He said to the House, who was trying to impeach him, in 48 days. From the time they authorized impeachment until they voted on the articles was 48 days. It's the first impeachment in modern history without outside counsel. It was a partisan railroad job. And one of the reasons he's being impeached is that they had to do it in such a hurry that he could not exercise executive privilege. Now, I've got a quote from Senator Schumer I won't read it. Day, but I'll, I'll let it out tomorrow, saying that any president has the right to defend the office. And Article 2, obstruction of, ju- uh, of Congress, is about the president saying, I want to go to court to exercise executive privilege over documents and witnesses. Instead of allowing him to do that, they impeached him for obstructing Congress. They tried to put Trump below the law. Abuse of power is so poorly defined here. I don't know how presidents in the future can conform their conduct. It's the first impeachment in history where there, there's no allegation of a crime by the president. There's no allegation of a crime because the Democrats did not want to have to come into the Senate and actually prove a crime. They knew it would fail. And so they've, they've got these amorphous charges, abuse of power. Well, there's no way uh, that the presidency could continue if every time he engaged in uh, some exercise of power, the Congress disagreed with it. This is all about um, Donald Trump asking about Joe Biden's corruption because many other Democrats and probably Republicans as well were bogged down in the same exact corruption that Joe Biden was engaging in. Mitch McConnell, I'm going to play another clip. This is about a minute and a half long, talking about Nancy Pelosi's uh, impeachment article signing ceremony where she dropped all pretense that this was a solemn and prayerful exercise and, in fact, was caught out um, high-fiving her fellow impeachment fanatics. The Speaker of the House decided yesterday that a trial 
could finally go forward. She signed the impeachment papers. That took place, Madam President, at a table with a political slogan stuck onto it. And they posed, they posed afterwards for smiling photos. And the speaker distributed souvenir pens, souvenir pens to her own colleagues emblazoned with her golden signature that literally came in on silver platters. The pens literally came in on silver platters. Golden pens on silver platters. A souvenir to celebrate the moment. Well, nothing says seriousness and sobriety like handing out souvenirs. As though this were a happy bill signing instead of the gravest process in our Constitution. This final display neatly distilled the House's entire partisan process into one perfect visual. It was transparently partisan performance from beginning to end. It has been a uh, uh, partisan, transparent, transparently partisan uh, performance since before Donald Trump ever took office. And the Democrats are determined to drag us through the mud. Uh, this thing is going to last at least two weeks, may, may even last longer, depending on whether or not Mitch McConnell uh, is able to, to keep um, Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins and Mitt Romney on board to, to keep the Democrats from uh, stealing the 2020 election. Stick with us. We've got to run out to a break. We'll be right back. Mojo. Are you from California, Illinois, New York, Georgia, or any of the other 39 states that charge state income tax? Does your state claim you owe them any amount of back taxes? Or have you not filed in years? Is your heart pounding because you know they're wrong or you just don't have the money? Don't fight the state income tax board alone. The tax doctor is here to help you. The state is much more aggressive than the IRS in collecting taxes. They have the power to take your home, your car, your driver's and business licenses, even garnish your wages, freeze your bank accounts, and go after your spouse. Solve all your income tax problems permanently and keep more of your hard-earned money. Make this 100% guaranteed risk-free call right now. 800-631-9241. 800-631-9241. That's 800-631-9241. So here's Nancy Pelosi. I think she's uh, in this clip sitting down with uh, Bill Maher. She's she's on her little victory lap at having delivered uh, impeachment for her rabid base. And once again, she's invoking the high-minded uh, rhetoric of protecting the Constitution. The Speaker of the House. Just- Oop, stand by. Well, it's all about public opinion. Lincoln said public sentiment is everything. With it, you can do anything. Without it, practically nothing. And the public sentiment in these states is very clearly in favor 
of witnesses and documentation. And if those senators don't vote in favor of that, there is a, uh, a price to pay. Now, if Mitch McConnell doesn't allow them to vote for that, that says something as well. So they're in a very bad place. But the fact is, this is so clear as far as defending the Constitution, honoring the vision of our founders for what that is. Now, notice she will not give you, uh, she will not cite an example on what exactly Donald Trump did to violate the Constitution. But the fact is, this is so clear as far as defending the Constitution, honoring the vision of our founders for what that is, the the exquisite bipartisan. Uh, uh, separation of powers in our constitution that makes us a republic i pledge allegiance to the fight and to the republic for which it stands <laughs> i've i've watched this impeachment process and i've watched nancy pelosi cite the constitution and these high-minded ideals that the founders laid out not a single time have i heard her uh, point out exactly what this abuse of power consisted of Asking about Joe Biden's corruption in the Ukraine is certainly not an abuse of power. It's actually the president's responsibility. She goes on uh, uh, occasionally to say that Donald Trump once said that the uh, second article in the Constitution says that he can do anything. And that was a, uh, a little snippet of a quote lifted right out of his response to a question on whether or not he could he would be empowered to fire Robert Mueller. And he said, absolutely, the Article 2 in the Constitution gives me that power. And he never did it. He never exercised that power. So she's engaging in a little bit of a rhetorical sleight of hand there to try to pretend that she's making some citation. Steve Scalise was uh, on Fox and pointed out that the Democrat Party, ever since Donald Trump was elected, even before he was elected, has become the party of impeachment. And even if the Senate acquits the presidents of, of these bogus articles of impeachment, it will not be over. Judge, I haven't seen a willingness for her to, to move on and actually focus on real priorities of families yet. Because, look, over the break, one of the other things that she and uh, Nadler and a few of the other imp- impeachment fanatics were saying is that they want to impeach the president again. I mean, it's like yeah. they are the party of impeachment. And again, we passed a package of bills out of committee unanimously, every Democrat and every Republican, to lower drug prices. Families in America today would be paying lower drug prices if Pelosi had put that bill on the floor. It would have passed overwhelmingly. President Trump would have signed it. That's not law today because of this obsession she has with impeachment. So it's costing hardworking families back home. And I think you're seeing them being fed up with this whole personal, uh, this, this petty obsession that they have against the president. Well, what this impeachment effort is allowing is allowing Nancy Pelosi to block uh, the president's agenda that would, in fact, benefit the American people. And, and prescription drugs is a prime example. The president wants to make prescription drug pricing transparent so people will know where to shop and, and where to get the best deals and, and to keep their insurance premiums down. Nancy Pelosi's blocking that despite the fact that it has come out of committee with a unanimous uh, support. And there's no doubt that the pharmaceutical companies in return are pouring money into the Democrat candidates' coffers to try to push back on the president actually delivering on this improvement for the American people. 
Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden living in a mansion on the hill in the Hollywood Hills. A uh, his, his very first drug arrest was when he was 18 years old. He's been in and out of drug rehab uh, ever since. Now, I I don't, um, you know, I don't want to take advantage of somebody's addiction, but at the same time, he w- he was unable to hold a job. His dad was allowing him to trade on the Biden name to set up bogus companies and take a billion and a half dollars from the Chinese Communist National Bank for a uh, an investment fund and get paid $83,000 a month by uh, corrupt Ukrainian oligarchs so that Joe Biden would protect them from prosecution. And when you ask Joe Biden anything about this, his response is, nobody has ever made any allegation that I did anything wrong. (laughs) Excuse me. But it's been in left-wing publications. New York Times and the Washington Post have all pointed out that this whole situation stinks. And the Democrats have gone through debate after debate where no serious question about Biden's corruption has been posed by any of the moderators. Maybe that's why they didn't want to come on Fox News. Maybe that's why they confined their debates to um, CNN and MSNBC. And they actually put Rachel Maddow, the thoroughly discredited uh, conspiracy theorist, on one of the panels, along with Chuck Todd, who's not much better, And when Joe Biden was actually asked about this during a, uh, a, a an editorial board interview by the Des Moines Register, he turned it right around and engaged in exactly the same kind of projection that the Democrats always do. Do you stand by your earlier statements that you wouldn't comply if you were subpoenaed to testify in an impeachment trial before the Senate? Correct. And the reason I wouldn't um, is because it's all designed to deal with Trump doing what he's done his whole life, trying to take the focus off him. <laughs> I guess that's a double reverse projection. I'm, I'm not going to talk about what I did in the Ukraine because that would take the focus off of Donald Trump had uh, actually asked about my corruption in the Ukraine. So now we've, we're going to be treated all, all this week with... Um, Bug-eyed Adam Schiff up there uh, pursuing this bogus impeachment to the Senate. It starts tomorrow, Tuesday, at about 1 o'clock. And Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler are going to carry the the, uh, arguments for the Democrats. They're going to have 24 hours. They're going to make the senators sit in their seats for 12 hours a day on Tuesday and Wednesday, maybe uh, maybe even going into Thursday to make these uh, these bogus arguments, and then we'll, we'll be treated to all of the network TV shows and uh, cable news, probably including Fox as well, amplifying their uh, their charges that Donald Trump, uh, they're, they're going to read his mind and say the reason he wanted to expose Biden's corruption is because he wanted help in the election, and that's interfering. Well, if exposing a Democrat's candidate 
uh, corruption in the Ukraine is interfering in election. That's the kind of interference that we want to hear. You know, I remember when they were saying, well, Donald Trump was going to be subject to blackmail because the Russians had dirt on him from the Steele dossier, the thoroughly discredited Steele dossier. Well, can you you imagine the kind of blackmail that Joe Biden would be uh, subject to from the Ukraine and China and these uh, these other nations that gave his, his son these sweetheart deals? Now this is uh, this is all about the 2020 election. If they can uh, get the Republicans to break ranks, maybe they can remove Donald Trump. But if not, they can muddy him up so bad with their handmaidens in the media that maybe they can prevent him from being reelected. We got to run out to a break. When we come back, we're going to take a look at this this guy Lev Parnas. And what he's all about and how he has wormed his way into this story. And whether or not he may be, in fact, part of a Russian disinformation campaign. Stick with us. We're going to hear from two commercial sponsors. And then we'll be right back. Right here on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, what's the word, delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot, and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. So do you get the feeling watching this whole Lev Parnas character that we've seen this movie before? It was about a year ago that the Democrats... And uh, the Hillary Clinton hotbed up there in the Southern District of New York brought campaign finance charges against one of uh, Donald Trump's um, associates. In this case, uh, this guy Lev Parnas is a very loose associate uh, and put pressure on them to, uh, to become a stool pigeon in their efforts to get Donald Trump. And uh, and Cohen gave them everything he could. He actually pled guilty to a federal campaign finance violation that had been determined by the courts what were not campaign finance violations. And so the Democrats called Michael Cohen up to their their heated a congressional hearing, and he he smeared Donald Trump and said all sorts of um, things about you know him being a, a bad person. 
But when it came right down to it, he couldn't prove anything, and there was no crime there. And that's exactly what the the uh, prosecutors at the Southern District of New York, who have a long and documented history in engaging in prosecutorial misconduct on behalf of uh, the you know the Democrats and the Clintons, that's exactly what they've done to this character, uh, Lev Parnas, and they've got him to trot out onto the Rachel Maddow show. <laughs> Rachel Maddow, who has, uh, for the last three years, been been uh, breathlessly telling us every night about this Russia collusion conspiracy theory that their very own hand-picked special counsel, Robert Mueller, failed to deliver anything on. Now she's on here with uh, her latest conspiracy theory, Lev Parnas who is obviously uh, telling whatever lie he thinks he needs to tell to wiggle off the hook for the, uh, for the uh, prosecutors in the Southern District of New York. Not only have these prosecutors gone after um, anybody associated with the Trump campaign, they have, uh, they have reached out and uh, taken over investigations that uh, they have no jurisdiction over whatsoever in order to let um, let Clinton and Democrat cronies get away with the exact same crimes that they're going after Donald Trump associates for. You recall that they, they took the investigation of Tony Podesta, John Podesta's brother and Hillary Clinton's campaign manager. They reached down into Washington and took over the investigation into that and, and into uh, other uh, Clinton cronies, um, and and then let them get away with the exact same things that they had gone after um, Paul Manafort for doing. So Parnas is up there uh, telling anybody and everybody that'll listen that uh, he was acting at Donald Trump's personal direction. Only problem is. He has to admit that he never had a meeting with Donald Trump. He's had to to um, retract several lies that he told along those gla- uh, grounds. He claims that Donald Trump is lying about not knowing uh, him or what he was up to. But he says that he said at uh, roundtables with many others present and ho- overheard Giuliani talking to the president. That's as specific as he can get. And he's claiming that, uh, you know, looking into Joe Biden was not about corruption. Well, if looking into Joe Biden's corruption is not about corruption, then what the hell is it about? And he's saying that he presented himself to Ukrainian officials as the president's representative. The only problem is you've got these Ukrainian officials uh, going on the record saying they never met with him and that this guy cannot be trusted. Here's the foreign minister of Ukraine when asked about it by Christian Anamanpour at CNN. Lev Parnas, a crony of Rudy Giuliani, who is the president's uh, personal lawyer, has now spoken out, as you know, and he has said several things, mostly that he did carry a very explicit message from the president via Rudy Giuliani that there would need to be a quid pro quo if Ukraine was going to continue getting any kind of assistance 
And furthermore, he has now said that he has spoken to key officials within President Zelensky's circle. Since you are one of those, and you were when this happened, did you get that message from Lev Parnas? All, all, all Ukrainian media as well, today and yesterday, and strangely enough, my name was not mentioned, although I'm Minister of Foreign Affairs. And I, frankly, I never spoke with this individual. And again, frankly, I don't, I don't trust any word he is now saying. The assistance which we, he is uh, referring to was reviewed on each and every year annually, at least twice, and half a year at the end of the year. So we knew that this assistance is to be reviewed. Sometimes it would be cut because of the, some political understanding of what is to be done in Ukraine, sometimes being embraced, which is now we're observing. So, I mean, even the Ukrainians say that uh, they never met with this uh, Parnas, that uh, that he's telling lies. But, uh, it, you know, that's the Democrats and the their media are not going to let that get into the way of a good story. And um, and Matt Getz was on TV, and I think this is the first time I've heard it brought up, but all of this bears all the hallmarks of a, a disinformation campaign very similar to what we saw with the Steele dossier. Anything the Lev Parnas interview proves that the president was entirely correct to be skeptical about Ukraine and whether or not corruption would impact U.S. investment in that country. Democrats are really scraping the bottom of the barrel if they think that Lev Parnas is their star witness. We've all successfully smoked out that the Steele dossier was part of a foreign interference campaign against our democracy. It may very well be with these Russian payments to Lev Parnas that Lev himself is part of a disinformation campaign as this moves to the senate and we look at witnesses sean well what we know about the Steele dossier is that the democrats actively cultivated and paid for this russian disinformation and now we've got the democrats at the southern district of new york deploying lev parnas to say anything and everything uh that that he can lie about against the president and and the question is, if uh, the Democrats are so determined to call witnesses as part of this impeachment hearing or this impeachment trial, will they call Lev Parnas and subject him to actual cross-examination, not these softball interviews that he's been conducting at MSNBC and CNN, but actually have to answer some of the hard questions that would expose his disinformation? Uh, Frank Fogluzzi, uh, weigh in here on how you see Parnas as part of this, because uh, I have to say that, you know, talking with Democrats on Capitol Hill, while some of them are interested in knowing what Parnas uh, has, you know, they want to see that evidence, they actually do have some questions about his credibility as a witness. What's your take on that? Well, the, the case of the clip you just played portrays exactly why Parnas would make an excellent witness, witness and exactly why he'll probably never be called. This is a rabbit hole that I don't think anybody wants to go down, particularly the Republican members of the Senate. But he's got records that you cannot ignore. He's implicating Pompeo and Barr and, and Vice President Pence. And- yeah, he's he's implicating anybody and everybody that he's told to implicate. The only problem is none of none of these uh, lies that he tell is telling will hold up to cross examination. So it's going to be interesting to see if uh, there are witnesses in the Senate and if there are uh, whether in fact the Republicans will call Lev Parnas and and show this. I think that probably everybody's going to uh, turn their back on Lev Parnas because his lies are so fantastical. Maybe uh, you know. 
after it's all over with, right before the election, Adam Schiff will coordinate one of his uh, his hearings and uh, and let Pear, uh, uh, Lev Parnas tell his lies and then gavel down any Republicans that try to expose him. But this whole impeachment effort is all based on on one uh, contention by the Democrats, and that is that asking about Joe Biden's corruption in the Ukraine was interfering in a, in an election. So really, you could boil it all down to this: ask the question of whether or not there was a legitimate U.S. interest in knowing that the previous vice president, who is now uh, one of the leaders for the Democrat nomination, was engaged in corruption through his family in the Ukraine? The answer to that is obviously yes. Well, once you clear that out of the way, this whole idea of of um, obstruction of Congress, which is not a crime, and which each and every president since George Washington be, could be uh, indicted on or uh, impeached on, that'll have to fall away as well. we got to run out to a break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Mojo. Are you from California, Illinois, New York, Georgia, or any of the other 39 states that charge state income tax? Does your state claim you owe them any amount of back taxes? Or have you not filed in years? Is your heart pounding because you know they're wrong or you just don't have the money? Don't fight the state income tax board alone. The tax doctor is here to help you. The state is much more aggressive than the IRS in collecting taxes. They have the power to take your home, your car, your driver's and business licenses, even garnish your wages, freeze your bank accounts, and go after your spouse. Solve all your income tax problems permanently and keep more of your hard-earned money. Make this 100% guaranteed risk-free call right now. 800-631-9241. 800-631-9241. That's 800-631-9241. I think the New York Times has figured out that they don't want Joe Biden to be the the nominee for the Democrats because he would have to stand on a debate stage with Donald Trump and answer these questions about his corruption in the Ukraine. And last night they announced late Sunday evening that they are endorsing Amy Klobuchar, Democrat of Minnesota, senator that's going to be sitting in on this impeachment hearing to be president of the United States. And they want her to appoint Elizabeth Warren the Marxist uh, senator from Massachusetts, who's also going to be sitting on this impeachment trial. They want that to be the, uh, the Democrat ticket for 2020. Both of these candidates back this Green New Deal that would allow the federal government to take over pretty much the entire economy in the, uh, in the uh, hoax of climate change. And the New York Times says that they interviewed all of, all of the candidates and that they're going to release transcripts and videos. Their second choice, they said, would be Bernie Sanders. So, I mean, I, I guess this comes as no surprise that, uh, that the, 
the uh, New York Times is going to uh, put together this this or endorse this ticket that's going to try to get their foot in the door uh, for the most acceptable Marxist on the ticket um, because they think they can you know ride her in on the coattails of Amy Klobuchar who has uh, has given all of the indications that she is going to be an acceptable establishment candidate for the Democrats. Well, an interesting piece uh, came out. Uh, Greg, Greg Strube, who is a GOP representative from Florida, introduced a bill and uh, introduced it in committee that would protect women's sports from um, from uh, the participation of men by banning Title IX money, which is federal money that goes uh, you know, to the development of women's sports, if biological men at these colleges are allowed to compete with women. Strube is a former um, JAG officer, an Iraq war veteran, and he told uh, Tucker Carlson, it's just fascinating that we're in a place in this country where you have to file bills to make it, make it clear that women are actually going to be competing against women in women's sports. And not one Democrat on this committee, not a single Democrat, voted for Strube's bill to protect women's sports. And this is how far left, how unhinged and really uh, disconnected from reality the Democrat Party have become. They've become, as I, I continue to say in this program, the party of hoaxes. And, uh, and they've forwarded this hoax about transgenderism to the point where um, biological men are going into women's sports and destroying their record book and des- destroying their competition. And I found a clip online that's uh, Canadian. They're having the same issue up there. Uh, her name is Linda Blade, and she is a, a sports coach. And talking about how absurd this whole proposition is. Our minister of sport literally said, it's not the job of sport to say what a woman is. I mean, what a weird thing to say. It's like, what if I said it's not up to sport to say what age you are? If a 20-year-old would like to compete with a 12-year-old, is that fair? And in fact, if you made it age inclusion, everybody included in all ages, what would happen? The oldest person would win, the main like adult would win and all the children would lose. And so what you would do is effectively exclude children. Likewise, with females, if you have a male body in a female sport and, and they win and then you, you discourage all the girls, of course the girls are going to give up and not participate in sport anymore. And I don't see how that's hard to understand. So. What it turns out to be is when you use the word inclusion in the wrong way, include everybody in one big group, what you've actually done is excluded people. You've actually caused people to leave the activity. So that means if we put it the other way, the principle of stratification, when you have layers and you have groups and categories, that leads to maximum inclusion because it gives many more people a chance to win. Right? I mean, that's just how it works. So they're, they're using language and turning the meaning of language upside down. <laughs> they're turning reality on its head. You know, uh, th- this is such an absurdist position. What they ought to do is, is uh, recruit uh, 
a high-performing high school boys soccer team to go try out for the women's uh, Olympic soccer team and see if old Megan Rapinoe, who would be um, dis- displaced from that team as a result, would uh, would take a knee and, and have something to say about that. If she would break with her her leftist ideology and point out the absurdity of this whole uh, men competing in women's sports issue. South Park, uh, which is one of the last places that on, uh, on popular culture that you'll find uh, any criticism of the left, put together um, a, an episode that had a, a character based on Randy Savage that was claiming to be a woman and competing in women's MMA. And here is a clip that uh, illustrates it. Women's MMA fighting is growing in popularity, and no other female fighter is as explosive as Heather Swanson. Heather, your story is an inspiration to sports fans everywhere. Congratulations on your shocking success. I just hope I can motivate little girls out there. Motivate them to understand that I will beat them at any sport they try. Motivate them to run away like that chicken shit strong woman did. Because I'm... All right, All right that's enough. You, uh, you made your point, Heather. We get it, okay? Oh, hey, transphobe. This is a nice surprise. Oh, God, what is he doing? Look, everyone, I know we're all a little afraid to have any opinions on this stuff, but uh, there can be situations where it's not so easy to... What I mean is I I didn't count on being the best since identifying as a woman. Yeah, no shit, because you went through puberty as a male, so your body's completely different. And that's exactly what a transphobe would say. <laughs> I told you not to call me a transphobe. All I so, want is to have a discussion. <laughs> transphobe. Uh, it's a great episode. If you haven't uh, had a chance to see it, and you can find it, that uh, it perfectly skewers this whole issue. But it's breaking out into reality, too. Over in the United Kingdom, uh, a rapper who is a, a male rapper uh, claimed to be a woman and went in and started breaking... Uh, not not in official um, competitions, but just to illustrate the point, breaking women's weightlifting records. Now, this guy was not a weightlifter and never competed, but uh, here's a clip from him. Women's MMA fighting is growing in popularity. Oh, the, uh, the notorious wrong clip by Jimbo. Here it is. In the middle of all this legal mess, Zuby, a UK-based rapper, basically identified as a female and broke British women's weightlifting records. Saying, look, I'm not a professional powerlifter, but even I myself, I can walk, I can stroll into the gym on any given day and I can break the British women's bench press record. I can break the British women's deadlift record. When I'm on form, I could potentially break the British female squat record. And I'm not, a, I don't even compete. So if you're a woman, and you're a natural woman and you don't take any extra hormones or male hormones, you're not taking steroids or any sort of performance-enhancing drugs, you're doing your very best to compete and you're at the top of the heap. But then someone comes along that was a man for 30 years and decides they're going to be a woman, and this has happened, and literally transitioned a few months ago and competes as a woman and destroys records and dominates you in that sport. That's bullshit. That's pure bullshit. But not a single Democrat on that committee uh, was was able to admit 
that they're destroying women's sports and vote in favor to advance this bill to a vote in the House because they don't want to offend their left-wing cultural Marxist voters. Well, on uh, November 27th, uh, the New York Police Department um, charged an illegal alien in New York City with uh, assault, rape, and murder of an elderly 92-year-old woman. And it turns out that this guy had been released from uh, custody by the New York authorities, even though he was in the country illegally, and uh, the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency had put a detainer so that they could deport this guy. So um, the ICE director went to New York City to call out exactly what's going on with these sanctuary cities. This is about a two-minute clip. I'm going to extend my condolences to the family and friends of Maria Fuertes, a 92-year-old woman who was recently raped and murdered here in New York City by an illegal alien that ICE could have arrested if not for the city's policies. As a law enforcement officer, we work every day to ensure the safety of those in the communities we serve. And there's no worse feeling than when those innocent citizens you are sworn to protect are needlessly harmed. I also want to introduce a gentleman on stage with me. To my right is Thomas Decker, the field office director for ICE enforcement and removal operations here in New York City. To my left, I have some gentlemen from the New York PD Sergeants Benevolence Association, Vincent Vallelong, Mike Perugia, Edmund Small, and Paul Capitosto. They'll be available to answer any questions after this event if you'd like to speak with them as well. As much as I like New York City, I got to tell you, I hate that I'm here right now. As a 25-year law enforcement professional, it's unbelievable that I have to come here and plead with the city of New York to cooperate with us to help keep this city safe. And unfortunately, it's not a new battle. Myself and others within ICE and DHS, both in this administration and the last, have been trying for the better part of a decade to get the city to cooperate with ICE in furtherance of our shared public safety mission. Time and time again, our efforts and our warnings of the disastrous consequences of non-cooperation and even outright interference have gone unheeded, resulting in tragedies such as this one and countless victims whose lives were forever scarred at the hands of illegal criminal aliens. And as long as politicians continue to put their own self-interests over those they have sworn to protect, and frankly, those who actually put them in office, this tragic situation will be repeated again and again. Make no mistake, it is this city's sanctuary policies that are the sole reason this criminal was allowed to roam the streets freely and end an innocent woman's life. You just wonder how, how much longer the voters in these Democrat strongholds are going to allow themselves to be victimized by illegal aliens that are being protected by these Democrat politicians. 92-year-old woman in the twilight of her life had to leave this world being raped and murdered by an illegal alien because of these idiotic sanctuary policies. It's a, a tragedy beyond description. Just another 
illustration of how far off the deep end the Democrats have gone. Another illustration of that is uh, this Project Veritas videos. Uh, they've d- released the second part of a video, uh, undercover video, documenting Kyle Jurek, Bernie Sanders field operator, uh, field organizer in Iowa, advocating for Marxism and gulags and murdering political appoint- uh, 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 opponents and burning down U.S. cities if Donald Trump gets reelected. Here's uh, just a clip from this part two of this series that I encourage you to go online and watch. There's a lot of me's in the Bernie campaign. Like the whole basis of like communism is like people, like people and planet above property, right? Like we're here to preserve the planet, preserve people. We don't want to have to like eliminate people, right? But if people are going to try to fight back against the revolution, like when you hear about like uh, so like atrocities committed by like in Cuba, like Fidel and, and Che, like. Killing people, like those people that were actively like they were like anti-revolution. They were like they were they were fighting against the revolution. Like in any war, like if you like when you guys are in war and you encounter people that were fighting against you, what did you do to those people? Right? I mean, the same thing. Same thing holds true in revolution. Right? Like you can't abide people like actively working against your. Revolution. Like you can, you can give them a choice. Be like, hey, you can join the revolution. You can work, not be a bootlicker. Uh, you can sit idly by and allow it to happen. But if you're gonna take up arms against the revolution, then you should expect a violent response, right? Like it's so advocating murder for anybody that uh, opposes Bernie Sanders' Marxist uh, agenda. And the amazing thing about this is not that uh, Bernie Sanders has got this lunatic in his campaign. We know that uh, his rhetoric attracts those kind of people. It was his campaign worker, James T. Hodgkinson, that attempted mass murder on Republican congressmen. But the amazing thing is that even after that episode, Kyle Jurek has not been fired from the Bernie Sanders campaign and not a single... One of the moderators at the last Democrat debate bothered to ask Bernie Sanders if he disavows the murderous ideology of his campaign worker, Kyle Juris. I guess you can get away with that kind of stuff when you confine your debates to friendly outlets and you've got 95% of the media out there carrying your water for you. Owen Sawyer actually asked the moderators if they had any comment about it before the debate and they all refuse to answer well that takes us to the end of this edition of right now with jim dawes want to thank you for joining us invite you back here again tomorrow right here on the mojo 50 radio network i've been working at santa's workshop for a long time and thought i'd seen it all that was until i learned that when you add xfinity mobile to xfinity internet you can save hundreds on your wireless bill go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today restrictions apply xfinity internet required for mobile When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. 
Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.